Welcome back to Get Real Gaming. It's the show where we get real, talking about the latest video game news, reviews, and releases. I'm Richard, your host, and with me, as always, is my co-pilot. Next to me, it's Lawrence. How are we doing today, Lawrence? Uh, I would like to be called Judge Lawrence. Thank you. Judge Lawrence. Uh, I want to co-pilot Lawrence today because we've got... the law. We have the uh, Flight Simulator. Microsoft Flight Simulator is now out on Xbox Series X. And many people are excited to jump into it on Xbox now. I'm not surprised. Flight Simulator is very, very good. It's very good fun. It's actually one of their best-selling, like, titles, I guess. I guess now, Xbox. (laughs) So... (laughs) Out of all the things they could be doing with the Xbox Series X, it's, it's Flight Sim, and, and I'm kind of okay with that. I mean, it's a lot more than what they're doing with the PlayStation 5. True. Um, yeah, so Flight Sim's out today. We've also had uh, Samurai Warriors 5 is out today. Um, Neo, The World Ends With You is out today. I think there's a sequel uh, to The World Ends With You. Uh, possibly, yeah. Um the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles Ooh. is out now on uh, PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC, which I'm also have to means pick that up. it will eventually be on the stream Steam Deck. Oh, God, they picked a terrible name, didn't they? They I really literally went to say Stream Deck, but it's Steam Deck. Why couldn't Steam they have just said, Deck. like, Steam Box or Steam? Like, what is another good name that would have been mind. good for it? But we can't even abbreviate it. SD. Because then SD? you just think of SD card. That's right, yeah. You can't do that. But what, 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 if it was a different word you could abbreviate it? Like if it was Steam Pal, you could be SP. Oh, no, you can't because now it's no. a Game Boy. Game Boy. <laughs> uh, you know so what? Just, game... drop, just drop Steam entirely. Just call it a deck. Where's the deck? Um, then it's we in also the had. Well. Oh, is it? Well, Ooh. have you got a full laid out? Is it nice? Nice deck? It is, isn't it nice? <laughs> well, you know, don't what know you can it is, play, well, you can play out on the deck tomorrow, Lawrence. Uh-huh. It's Near Reincarnation coming exclusively to iOS. You heard it. You, uh, you heard I, I don't know how to feel about this. I know. It's going to be cool, a bit crazy, isn't it? Oh, dear God. A Near game on her phone. Interesting. And then uh, we've also got The Forgotten City coming out on the 28th and then Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3's Pixel Remaster coming out on PC and iOS as well tomorrow. Ooh, yay, I'm looking forward to that. And then on the 29th, we've got The Ascent coming out on Xbox X, One, and PC. What was The Ascent about? Did you, did you ever watch... The ascent. the ascent. No, not really. Um, it is not a, a solo and up to four player co op action shooter RPG set in the vast cyberpunk world. Oh, I've had enough of those. The ascent comes. <laughs> is it done by yeah, CD Projekt Red, Ben and Chats? It could have been, yeah. It's going to come to uh, Game Pass as well, so that's good. It's a, it's a Game Pass title. Oh, that's good. Uh, so. But what have you been playing this week, Lawrence? Uh, what um, have I been playing this week? That is a very good question. <laughs> I've been playing Yakuza 0 again, playing through yeah. that. That was that was fun. Um, I did play something else and I can't remember it. Maybe it'll come back to you like it did it me last week. Oh, that yeah. was it. Oh, wait. Wow, that was quick. 
Yeah, I played uh, FIFA 19. Oh, you went back? Yeah. That's like three years back now, isn't it? Or honestly, or? yeah, honestly, I can tell the difference. Oh, well, boy, I can I tell so. the difference. I should bloody uh, hope so. And I played a bit of Genshin Impact on my PlayStation 5. Oh, you bloody played a bit of bloody Genshin Impact? Well, how's Genshin Impact doing these days? It's all right, you know. Isn't there a 2.0 version out now? Yes, it literally what, what, just released. What is the 2.0 version? Not a clue, because I'm right at the beginning of the game. Oh, right, okay. Well, I was actually thinking about trying it out, because I wanted to see what the 2.0 stuff was about, so maybe we can uh, jump in together sometime. Apparently the co-op's not that very good. You can't do any, like, quests or anything together. No, you can just run around, and it's like you can just explore open world together, and then you have it's to, like, join bosses together. Yeah, well, you can do some stuff, but it's just not enough, really. It's not like full co-op. You have to go in and out. Oh, yeah. that was it. I remember again. I oh, yeah. played another one. Fable 2 on the PC. Ooh, was this through the... Is it on Game Pass or is it... It is. It's on the uh, Game X Cloud. Oh, X Cloud. Okay. Yeah. How's, how's the X Cloud experience? Oh, god-awful. Really bad? Not really, really bad, but there was noticeable frame drops. Right, and latency, I'm guessing, too. Or was your yeah. latency not bad? Or Yeah, late- latency was a bit iffy, but that might have been my network. But it was fun to play Fable. Yeah, and you didn't have to download it and all that? No, so. I just click, click, done. Oh, interesting. So, but, but as a cloud experience, though, did you, you're not rating it? Well, I'm, I'm rating it. I think it's one to watch for sure. Okay. Oh, that's good then. Um, well, so I'll tell you what I've been playing this week. I've been playing mm-hmm. some Pokemon Unite that came oh, yeah. out. It's the Pokemon MOBA. Um, and it's pretty good. Um, at first you look at it and you go, what the hell's... It's it's the most not Pokemon game ever. Um, it's literally just random MOBAs with Pokemon slapped onto it. Uh, but it's fine. And it's a game, and you do your Pokemon <laughs> it is moves. A game that is correct. Yeah, you know what? It's not bad. Like it, I think there are some bits that are a bit annoying, but it's kind of a mobile style MOBA, so you're never going to have the level of detail and you know advanced mechanic design and things like that that you get from something else like League or Dota or something. Uh, but it does the job. And once you get into the advanced settings, I think that's what annoyed me at first was that, um, like, you press A to attack, but if you were around, like, an enemy player and there was, like, a, a neutral Pokemon that you would normally go to get experience from in the same circle, then sometimes it would just attack that instead of the player. And you'd be like, well, obviously I don't want to do that. But it turns out in the settings, if you go and fiddle about a bit, you can actually do advanced settings where you've got A for player and B for Pokemon and stuff like that. So you can change things, but you have to you just have to get into the advanced settings yourself and do it. And nobody tells you you can do this. So you just have to find out by yourself. Oh. Um, We've also been playing the new Call of Duty Zombies map. Yes, I heard. The uh, yes. Mauer de Toad. We beat the Easter egg on that. And that was very good. It was a very fun Easter egg. It wasn't like, um, I mean, obviously it's really difficult to figure out if you don't know what you're doing. So we obviously had a guide, but a lot of the steps we didn't need a guide for. We'd just go, oh, we've got to do this now. Okay, that makes sense. And there's a Klaus uh, like robot that's really fun and he's a great character in it. 
and the map is great. It's a really good zombies map. It's got lots of layers. So yeah, I rate it. A good a good zombies map was done there. It was fun. Then the story. From what, from what I heard, you 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 guys um, very disappointed in like the the end cutscenes. The end cutscene was awful, Lawrence. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it was a good zombies map, but God help the cutscenes. Uh, honestly, it was literally like PlayStation 2 quality cutscene. Oh my God. Like there was one shot where we're looking at a character as if we're looking at him through a security camera. Uh-huh. And then the shot is kind of like you the the camera zooms in and then the and then the actual game camera zooms out and you're looking at his tv screen i don't know if i explained that well but anyway the security camera that's doing the zooming in kind of look is not actually a video getting zoomed in the the camera is mis- is physically moving towards the character in 3D space and you can see like around the character like just the pers- the, pers- the perspective changing because they've got a camera dodgily moving towards the player and it's weird because the character's looking up at the security camera as if it's acknowledging that there's a camera looking at her there but in actual fact there's a real like camera physically moving in 3D anyway it's really weird and a bit terribly done. Very, <laughs> a very rushed end cutscene. But the, well, the rest of it was fine. Well, we, we, we all know why. We all know why. Uh, yeah, it was fine, well, though. Um, yeah. yeah, so anyway, that was some good, some good stuff that we've been playing this week. I am looking forward to uh, maybe going and being invited potentially to something in our first bit of news, Lawrence. Oh. This week is possible... Yeah. That we could be playing Halo Infinite. Oh, I would very much like that. That would be very nice, wouldn't it? it would I've be lost very, the very news nice. article about it, but <laughs> apparently the 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 closed beta is happening uh, mean, within the next week. The, the test flight. Test flight. That's it. That's what they call it. Yeah, the test flight. I think it's multiplayer against bots or something. Yeah, I'm but, I'm I'm hoping I get one because I've I've been invited to every single one since um, Master Chief Collection. Yes, so hopefully some emails will be going out to people and we will be able to play. I'm not sure if I'll be able to play. I'm assuming that you will be if um, if you've been invited to everything else. Well, well you never know. You never, you never know. know. No. Well, we'll have to see. I'll be, I'll be checking my email for it Ooh. throughout the week to see if we can get a glimpse of Infinite. That'll be fantastic. Yes. One, so, well, to one future release to another. Oh, yes. Sports Interactive have announced a multi-year project to bring women's football to Football Manager. Brilliant. Hey, that's good. Yeah, that's very that's good. Nice. About bloody time. But I know. Um, I wonder what the infrastructure's like to set that up at this point because there's so much there's so much statistics and yeah. things that need to be, you know, accurately put in. I mean, yeah. it's it's a multi, multi-year project and apparently it's a multi-million project as well. You should hope so, yeah. To get all the scouts out there and things like that. Cool. Well, I have a future release for you. Go on. Well, not a release. More of an expansion as the Assassin's Creed Valhalla Siege of Paris arrives August 12th. Oh, so what, so what is this then? This it's is like, the... it's, it's, it's like an expansion story pack 
which get, lets you go to Paris. Oh, okay. Is this going to be one of those um, like historic things that they were doing as well? Um, that'll be in it, but this is uh, you basically get to prepare a siege on Paris, uh, as was uh, historically accurate and back in ye old Viking era. Oh yeah, um, and it looks it looks pretty interesting. I'm looking forward oh, to it. Okay, nice. So very good. Some more Assassin's Creed stuff for mm. Assassin's Creed people. Speaking of future DLCs, more Animal Crossing New Horizons content is coming, Nintendo has said. Even though I think at some point they were kind of saying, oh, this might be the last big update we do. We might not do much again. Uh, They've said that thanks for your support and patience. There's going to be a free update on July 29th which includes uh, weekly fireworks shows and seasonal items, but they've promised that later on in the year they're going to uh, be adding some more new, fresh content to the game, which is nice. Mm -hmm. We love some Animal Crossing. It's always that. You know, and I do think that it's good that they keep doing it because Animal Crossing is a game that you can just, every once in a blue moon, sign back into and just have a run around when you fancy in it. Yeah. Sometimes I just get a, oh, I'll just go and, uh, I'll just go and check out what's going on in my animal crossing and then mm-hmm. it's nice to do so yeah oh uh so here's one uh there was a exploit apparently that has now been patched on new egg that allowed an 11 year old who discovered the loophole to buy a 3090 yeah oh yeah i saw this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so apparently he was able to do it by uh going and configuring like you know when you build a pc and you could pick all the parts except the exploit allowed him to pick all the parts including a 3090 and then basically just remove everything other than the 3090 and buy it <laughs> um it is now patched but um you could build build a pc and only build yourself the graphics card you wanted until it was picked up by new egg but there you go some 11 year old happy happy boy got himself a 3090 to play Very his cool, uh, Minecraft sir. on because he shouldn't be playing any other games that are rated higher than his age rating, of course, on this PG uh, podcast. Yes. Very good. Well, I have a question for you, good sir. Okay, ask away. How do you feel about Game Awards? Uh, at this point, I feel a bit numb to the blurred. Well, numb because... Is the word I would, yeah. <laughs> there have been the GDC Awards... <laughs> And I have oh. the list of winners here. <laughs> what, did, what are they awarding things for halfway um, through the year? Well, uh, I, well, um, uh, <laughs> let me just take this a game look. got an award award. Well, it's the game. It's the game it's developer no conference. Sky. It's the game developer conference. So it's pretty much given a, a pat on the back for whoever was there. Um, so we have best audio, yeah, which is Hades. Best debut, which is Phasmophobia. Best design, um, Hades. These are not bad. These are not bad awards. Best mobile game, Genshin Impact. Oh, I agree. So Uh, far, this has been the best award ceremony I've ever attended. Innovation Award, Dreams. I like it. I daren't tell you the next one. Is it the Last of Us 2 Award? Best narrative, (laughs) the Last of Us Part 2. 
I mean, I don't really know. I don't. I can't comment on the that story. That impressed me for two weeks. Okay. <laughs> Best technology: Microsoft Flight Simulator. Agreed. Best visual arts: Ghost of Tsushima. I can agree with that. Best VR slash AR game: Half Life Alex. Is also a good. So- that's a safe pick, I think. Yeah. Um, audience award: Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, is this like? how how passionate their community is i guess i have no idea i think it might just be picked by the audience oh Um, oh oh, in that sense right i'm i was just thinking like you know maybe yeah okay anyway sorry (laughs) (laughs) and game of the year oh yeah do you want to do you want to take a guess of what it was oh god was it no Man's Sky. It was No Man's Sky, yes, you're correct. No Man's Sky. No, no was it actually No Man's Sky? <laughs> no, it was Hades. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I was panicking for a moment there. I could tell. You, you, had, me, you had me for a minute. <laughs> Hades is a good pick. I would say Hades that's probably the best The best of all the awards ceremonies. Because the categories yeah. are, are interesting. Innovation yeah. and VR and audience they make pick. Sense. And, yeah. Not like bloody the best game come back again this year again award that won an award last time we're gonna get another award award you mean death stranding is gonna get another game award this year because of the director's cut which <laughs> they is absolutely not, which, are and i hate it which hideo kojima said it's not a director's cut at all i don't know why which they've called it director's make cut sense no, is he not the director yeah even he said it's not a director's cut why have they called it a director's cut i i don't understand does the director not get a say in what it's called i don't know i'm that confused at this moment in time it's an absolute shambles out there it, it just shows to you shows to you how little power hideo kojima actually has and he's really just a puppet placeholder for the rest of the uh, hang on we're publishers. not getting real conspiracy that's the other podcast uh, yeah sorry that's right yeah that's not um <laughs> okay well there was the tokyo 2020 olympics went there yes and, and i believe some interesting music i believe the opening ceremony had some interesting game music yes it's happening yeah. now if you go on google you can play some kind of crazy japanese game based on the, the tokyo 2020 Olympics, which is cool, but talk, talk to us about the the music that was used. Well, I, I, I have a full list of the running order of the songs played. You're going right. to be very disappointed. There is no Legend of Zelda. That is sad. Is there Nintendo stuff, or is it no Nintendo stuff? Um, there's actually no Nintendo stuff in here. Wow, interesting. Which is kind of shocking. Maybe, maybe they didn't give them the rights. No, but I yeah, oh, come on now. There's no way that Nintendo would be like, nah, sorry, Olympic Games. I mean, maybe. Um, maybe there's not. Maybe. Who knows? Well, there was Dragon Quest. Oh, yeah. And uh, a Dragon Quest introduction, Final Fantasy Victory Fanfare, uh, Tales of Series, Slay's Theme Guru, uh, Monster okay. Hunter, Proof of a Hero, Kingdom Hearts Olympus Coliseum, Chrono Trigger Frog Theme, Ace Combat First Flight, Tales of Series Royal Capture Dignified, Monster Hunter, Window Departure, Chrono Trigger Robo Theme, Sonic the Hedgehog, Starlight Zone, Winning Eleven, eFootball Walk On Theme, Final Fantasy Main Theme, Fantasy Star Universe Guardians, Kingdom Hearts Heroes Fanfare, Gradius Zero One Act One Dash One, 
Near Song of Ancients Saga series. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to be able to pronounce that because it's in Japanese. Um, and Soul Calibur, the brave new stage of history. And that's just your playlist. Are you going to tell us about these Olympic Games songs? <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like it's kind of a mixture of Square Enix and Capcom and Sega. Um, but no, no son. But no Mario. No, no Nintendo at all, which mm. is really surprising. Yeah, that is pretty surprising, all things considered, because you know it's obvious Mario is a big one, especially if Sonic also got got something in there maybe they just couldn't afford nintendo's license you know what they're like yeah maybe they just didn't uh maybe just skimped out on it speaking of game music before we move forward uh for there's a few days left for you to be able to go and grab the mass effect uh deluxe edition of mass effect 2 and 3 uh soundtracks including all of the uh, songs from those games. Plus, there's an art book and a comic book and a digital lithograph. Um, it's like 1.7 gigabytes of stuff. But if you go to ea.com slash game slash Mass Effect, Mass Dash Effect, there seems to be, uh, yeah, just a big bonus content download that's free for a limited time. Includes a yeah. lot of uh, some music and stuff. If you're interested in that as well, Mass Effect uh, people, just thought I'd drop that it's little one. It's 1.7 gigabytes. Yeah, it's a, it's a big one. Um, mm. You know how we mentioned Orcs for Style was coming out uh, yes. last week? It's getting yes. pretty decent reviews. It says uh, oh. 81, 81 out of 100 from uh, mm-hmm. PC Gamer. Ooh. Which is considering that uh, you know it's pretty much the tried and true same stuff, different game. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's uh, pretty decent. Uh, well, okay. Look, we should probably start talking about the elephant in the room this week. There's an elephant. Big in the elephant. Room? There's well, you wouldn't notice, but um, I don't know. It's anything me. Yes, elephant in the room business. With uh, Activision and Blizzard. Oh, God. Now, as far as I know, you have more details about this than than I do. Uh, yeah, I've been following this rather closely. And we don't want to go too deep into 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 bother. No, that's, it, that, that's, why, that's why it's halfway through the podcast, so we can sandwich it with more nicer... Dainty, I think, because yeah. it is a very heavy topic. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, go on. Yeah. I'll let you you give the read the brief. For for those that don't know, which is probably impossible to kind of not know at this point, um, the state of California is suing Blizzard for some pretty heinous things. I don't really want to say here because to keep it PG. But, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think we can mention that you know it's there's a lot of things with gender discrimination. There's a lot of things with potential racial yeah. discrimination. There's also some sexual yeah. harassment potential uh, stuff. So that's probably as deep as we'll we'll go into it. But yeah, um, and basically, Activision Blizzard, the, the executives of all, came out and said, "Oh no, that it's not. That's not. That's not what Blizzard is. It's not." This, that, the other. 
And apparently, um, when this came out, a lot of devs from Blizzard all gave their kind of, not testimonies, but their experiences, and it kind of proved all the all the um, executives that are saying, oh, no, it's not, it's not, not like that, all wrong. Um, and there is a... <laughs> Uh, a letter signed by current and former employees saying the the company's response to the lawsuit is abhorrent and insulting. And it's got now uh, 2,500 employees signing on the open letter. Wow, because they've got a lot of employees, so... Yeah, this is past and, you know, previous employees as well. Is it? Am um, I, how many do they have at the moment? Is it like nineteen hundred employees or something? Am I getting that number wrong? Or? Some, I think so, something like that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I've got the full letter here. Uh, if if, uh, if you want, I can read it out. Yeah, give it a good. Uh, uh, to good the read. readers of Activision Blizzard, of Activision Blizzard, we, the undersigned, agree that the statements of Activision Blizzard Inc. and their legal counsel regarding the DF, DFEH lawsuit as well as the subsequent internal statements from Francis Townsend are abhorrent and insulting to all that we believe our company should stand for. To put it clearly and unequivocally, our values as employees are not accurately reflected in the words and actions of our leadership. We believe these statements have damaged our ongoing quest for equality inside and outside of our industry, categorizing the claims that have been made as disoriented, as distorted and in many cases false. Creates a company atmosphere that disbelieves victims it also casts doubt on our organization's ability to hold abusers accountable for their actions and foster a safe environment for victims to come forward in the future. These statements make it clear that our leadership is not putting our values first. Immediate corrections are needed from the highest level of our organization. Our company executives have claimed that actions will be taken to protect us, but in the face of legal action and the troubling official responses that followed, we no longer trust that our leaders will place employee safety above their own interests. To claim this is a true... Uh, to claim this is a truly meritless and irresponsible lawsuit while seeing so many current and former employees speak out about their own experiences regarding harassment and abuse. It is simply unacceptable. We call for official statements to rec- that recognise the seriousness of these allegations and demonstrate the compassion for victims of harassment, of harassment and assault. We call on Frances Townsend to stand by her word to step down as executive sponsor of the ABK Employee Women's Network as a result of the damaging nature of her statement. We call on the executive leadership team to work with us on a new new and meaningful effort that ensures employees, as well as our community, have a safe place to speak out and come forward. We stand with all our friends, teammates and colleagues, as well as the members of our dedicated community who have experienced mistreatment or harassment of any kind. We will not be silenced, we will not stand aside, and we will not give up until the company we love is a workplace we can all feel proud to be part of again. We will be the change. That's a long letter. That is a long letter. Uh, that is a very long letter. Um, I think that this is a response to how, because the way it's worked is the state of California has, has filed all of these allegations and documents to the court to sue uh, Activision Blizzard, and Activision Blizzard have responded. And I don't know exactly what they've said, but they it sounds like from this that they've kind of tried to brush it off. But, you know, you have yeah. to bear in mind that we're talking about an investigation from the state of California that you know, has been going on for years. It's not just been like, oh, we've just decided this last month to, that we got one person complain about it. Like, they've been investigating for years and finally taken to to court. And, yeah, so there's obviously 
merit to that. Now, the state of California have a more difficult time based on like their allegations that they're putting through because they have to prove in this case, I guess, that um, that it's not just individual by individual, but it's actually just like the state of the workplace. I don't know what the official word for it is, but when when it's kind of built into the culture of the of the workplace that this is like how it's how that company's run that i think that they're going to have to do a lot of work to to prove that but they've got a lot of uh, testimonies and a lot of stuff yeah. um and i think um based on watching kind of youtube lawyer gaming lawyers and stuff talk about this the gaming lawyers are expecting a settlement to happen rather than this investigation go further and, and it be drawn out in court over years. Because if it does get drawn out, then you start going through people's emails and there's so many people, you know, there's always going to be something to uncover. Yeah. And I think that that's the last thing that Activision Blizzard want because basically we can assume that they've got things they're trying to keep out of the public you know well it depends because they have activision blizzard have, have got this hubris that they're untouchable mm. so i don't know it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be one of those which is a one to watch um because obviously the blizzard community they feel hard done by because of the way the wow expansions have gone it's like it now makes so much more sense why the quality's just dropped yeah um yeah and the quality of like Warcraft three reforged and and all sorts, yeah, it's 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 not good. And honestly, if if what has been said is true, it's absolutely you know it's a disgrace, and people need to be brought. You know this this needs to be brought to its proper justice and yeah, everything like that. So it's an absolute horrible situation to be in, especially if you are somebody that's been affected, and then you hear. You know these the the response of them trying to just kind of say, "Oh, it's it's this is way out of proportion, and it's actually not potentially." Yeah, you know it must be horrible to feel like you're not being heard, especially when I think in some of the allegations and stuff, just from the employees and what they brought forward, you know they weren't even feeling safe talking to HR because. HR would go and, you know, it wouldn't be private. It would then end up being known around the, the, the workplace and the office and things wouldn't get done and you couldn't trust really people to keep you safe sometimes, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and, and obviously we've had, and this, we're really just, we're touching very lightly on the on the particular allegations and things that they're related to the case. There's a lot more horrible stuff we just won't mention. Yeah, they're, 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 like a lot of people have gone through it and put their comments on it. A lot of uh, World of Warcraft content creators and well, we even like had that. we even had today somebody uh, on Twitter was posting the screenshot from uh, Russell Brower, who's oh yeah, who's, yeah, who's the musical director, uh, composer, and conductor of World of Warcraft, Diablo three, Starcraft two, and his. Uh, Twitter bio is currently a picture of Blizzard's logo with a with a red circle with the line through it on, and his bio says, "Wish I could get those twelve years of my life back." Yeah, and it, it's just 
so it's many people mess. coming out and saying and, and telling their stories on Twitter and stuff, which should all go, you know, towards the investigation. I, I would say probably. Yeah, it's it's a mess. It's a mess, and it needs to be sorted. Yeah, and and obviously now it's getting looked at, so we can be thankful that it's being officially yeah. looked into. You know, you've got the state of California suing I mean, this, the company. This investigation so. has been going on for the last two years, so yeah, yeah, it's you know, it's not it's not for us now to discuss. We let the courts and the, the legal system do its thing, and we just offer support where we can. Yeah, and we go from there. Yeah. Just be uh, be on the lookout for people who are talking about it and if they need any support, if you can provide it, be there for them. That's all we can say. Just be good out there. Just be good yeah. while we figure be out how good this... people like we know yeah. you are. Yeah. Um, let's talk about some lighter and nicer things. Okay, we wrap I have up some today. lighter and nicer things for you. Oh, good. Let's hear, let's hear some lighter and nicer stuff, Lawrence. What's going on? Dead Space remake confirmed. Oh, we had EA Play, didn't we? Yeah, EA Play. Uh, now not the worst company on the planet currently for games. Eh? Not the worst game publisher out there, supposedly. You're dragging it down. You're dragging it down. Mm. I was drinking water. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> uh, apparently, the Dead Space is getting a remake. Okay, this is Dead Space 1. Yes. Very good. Is it a Pretty much. And, they, and they've, that's all we know about it. That's all we know. There's a trailer, but I don't think it shows much. Um, I it's going to be like now. a cinematic reveal uh, trailer. That's not. It no. It just shows Maybe. off game engine footage. footage so. Oh, well, that's better it, than a. It's better than a logo it, reveal or something. Hang on, my cat is climbing on my lap, knocking my microphone everywhere. She's so excited about Mass Effect. No, she's just needy. Um, yeah, it's not the same sh- thing. No, it just shows off the lighting, and that's really it. Doesn't really, yeah, right. Um, Battlefield news. Yes, do you remember that Battlefield Battle Log Battle Hub thing that we talked that we discussed when it was? Leaked? Yes, it's now been officially announced as Battlefield Portal. Ooh, so give us some details about that, Lawrence. So let me just sit up because she's making me fall down. Um, Okay, there are two main parts of Battlefield Portal. Okay. Uh, number one, which is sort of a server browser where you can join custom Battlefield modes made by EA and other players, or you can start your own instance of a mode. Or, and this is the cool part, this is the really, really cool part, a web tool where you can design your own game modes, modify variables such as map rotation, weapon tuning, team sizes, vehicle availability, and movement speed. There's also a logic editor where you can create more surprising rules such as swapping a random gun into each player's hand when a condition is met. Oh my god, and this is going to be built into Battlefield? This is built into Battlefield 2042. This is just a uh, game mode in Battlefield not in 2042. Uh, at launch, Battlefield Portal will include... Battle of the Bulge from, nine, from uh, Battlefield 1942. El Hamen from Battlefield 1942. Arika er, uh, Harbour from Bad Company 2. Um, Valpar- uh, Valparaiso from Bad Company 2. Caspian Border and Nosoraya Canals from Battlefield 3. And all seven Battlefield 2042 maps. My goodness. This is like another level of stuff than, than Call of Duty, right? All. 
<laughs> Jesus, go on, what else is there? Along with everything introduced to in Battlefield 2042, Portal Call including... now. Huh? Call now to get your free... <laughs> <laughs> this one-time offer. One-time offer. What Portal is it? Will, will include more than 40 weapons and more than 40, 40 vehicles from Battlefield 1942, Battlefield Bad Company 2, and Battlefield 3. Uh, this is just an in- <laughs> there's an incomplete list and there's like so much there. Uh, there there will also be thirty plus explosive gadget uh, thirty plus explosives and gadgets from across three games, including 1942's basic explosives, binoculars and wrench, Bank Company 2's mortar strikes, C4 and defibrillators, as well as the EOD bots from Battlefield 3. Uh, you can create an army of EOD bots and fight an army of Battlefield ni- uh, 2042 Ranger robots if you want. Jesus. And There's a lot crazy. going on here. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is just a, a game mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the question is, how are the guns balanced? They aren't, really. Updated tuning is available for classic, gun, classic guns, but you can also select historical tuning if you want the M1 Grand to behave more or less like it did in the original Battlefield 1942. It is up to the mode designer to, desi- to deal with the questions of balance or imbalance. Yeah, Ooh. it would be like your decision if you're making something in the in that mode. Uh, let, let, let me, I'm just I'm just going to send you a picture of the logic editor. Oh, it looks a bit visual scripty esque. It, it is basically, um, and based on the walkthrough that they saw on PC, on PC Gamer, um, there is a 64 um, versus 64 defibrillators versus knife mode. Yeah, a, a VIP mode where team only gets points for killing a specific player on the other team, in which you start with a noodle loadout every time you die. Right. A snipers versus shotguns mode. Right. A, hard, a hardcore mode with no HUD, no player IDs, no sci-fi gadgets, and custom weapon tuning. Oh, like that. Probably, probably going to be my 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 choice. Yeah. A, a mode in which there are no guns, only vehicles. <laughs> a like PVE dodgems. mode. In which you uh, you and a handful of friends fight an army of bots. Wait a minute. We yeah. could we could make Battlefield Dota. I mean, yeah. Um, make Battlefield the MOBA. And a one versus a hundred and twenty-seven mode. Uh, this 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 is just this is just some of the examples that were given. Um, that's incredible. But that's just yeah. coming with the game. That's coming with the game and more stuff will be added to it. That's really awesome. And especially like the visual scripting side of yeah. you making your own stuff as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's basically like Halo Forged on crack. Yes. And we don't even really know what's coming in Halo in terms of Forge either. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, very, so, it's very, very interesting. I'm looking forward to it. I think this could blow Call of Duty out of the water. I think it definitely could. Is of, did we get to see... Is this part of EA Play, by the way? Was this something we yes, saw in EA part, Play? Yes, it's part of EA Play. Um, I see. Let me just... I did see a picture of, like, showing off what it is. I will try and get the picture for you now. Oh, here it is. Okay, so here. So, for the listeners, uh, we've got... Oh, it's just a nice little... A nice little nice graphic image. that shows well, off... The cool thing is you earn XP and rank no matter where you play, so it's shared progression. Right, and and I'm, we're assuming that you'll be able to just, you know, it'll be the same linked account across all platforms. Yes. Yeah, and that'll just help you do that. So they're saying 40 plus weapons, 30 plus gadgets, 40 plus vehicles. Um, the, it will have seven maps to play through. Yeah, and, that, and like you said, this is literally just one mode of the... 
of the game. Oh, Battlefield, yeah. Wow, I wonder what... So my question would be is, so let's say we're taking like a gun from Battlefield 1942 and putting it in, you know, a, bad, a Battlefield 3 map or something. Like, yep. have they... Have they um have they made all of the assets look the same like all up to date so that um, they all I th- fit i think they've i think they've remade them right so, so they, they do so, yeah because i was gonna say wouldn't it be strange to have such a weird combination of things <laughs> where like the polygon the, <laughs> yeah the, the, the vehicle would be a polygon but you were entering like a really <laughs> uh, dynamic polygon building and yeah, yeah it would just be <laughs> anyway Great, that's um, good news. But, and that that's the that's the second game mode out of three for Battlefield. Are we going uh, to get a battle royale? I don't think so. I think um, if we did, it, there's this a, there's will a, kill Call of Duty. There's a thing called Battlefield Hazard Zone. So, oh, that's kind of already the maybe, um, but, we, but, but but it's not been mentioned yet, so we don't know. But people could make a battle royale using Battlefield Paul. I guess so, but but it's not going to be as accessible, I don't think, really, is it, in that way? Well, you can just click... Well, it's basically you go into the server browser and you click on that and you hit go. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I guess it's like... I guess it just bec- it'll just be what becomes popular, won't mm. it, really? Like, there'll be certain game modes that just become popular on the, uh, on the, on the portal. DICE mentioned that Battlefield 2042 wouldn't have a Battle Royale mode, indicating that Hazard Zone could be a unique experience that will separate itself from Battle Royale standards. Interesting. Apparently it's a, tense ex- it's a tense experience that combines edge-of-your-seat gameplay with the best of Battlefield sandbox. Okay. Well, that's pretty interesting. They're doing very unique things, and I like that. Yeah, because it's different, and we want different. We've been, we're sick of the sameies. Yeah. Nice. Blood, bloody sameies. Was there anything else that EA Play that happened that was... Uh, um, let me take a look. Uh, it was worth with, mentioning. Uh, there was a load of like, other indie titles, really, that, that showed off. And nobody really... Here we go. EA Play Live 2021, six biggest announcements. Grind Legend, or Grid Legends, should I say. Right. It's, it's a single player, 25 hours and you're out thing, apparently. What is it? Is it what kind um, of game is it? Yeah, it's a racing game. Oh, grid, like from grid. yeah, the racing yeah, yeah, game yeah, yeah. grid, right? Oh. Grid, grid legends, it's called. Uh, oh, it's, it's an online multiplayer with a single player campaign racing game. Mm, okay. Uh, Knockout City is getting a season two. Did anybody play season one? No, I don't think so. Apex oh, Legends. Yeah, that's just is, for the employees. <laughs> Apex Legends is getting a new. Um, legend oh yeah i think they're going to be blowing up their map again as well for the next season yeah um there's a game called lost in random which was like that tim burton-esque thing with a dice that talk oh yeah 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 yeah. that's coming out september 10th okay um obviously battlefield and dead space so it wasn't great no but the battlefield news is good news so yes very nice Okay, well, I've got a couple more bits before we wrap up for today. Okay. Um, you remember Death's Door came out uh, last week? Yeah. It was the Zelda-like uh, oh, yeah. game, kind of isometric style. 
Okay, well, basically, it's had over 100,000 players in its first week. It's a very popular release, um, according to developer Acid Nerve. Uh, mm-hmm. It's had over 100,000 players. It's an impressive feat for the tiny COVID action adventure, as most indie games don't attract that sort of player base at launch, and the game's first month is usually its best, let alone its first week. So that game is, I mean, like, like I said, it's an indie game. You know, I think it was actually developed in Unity as well. Oh, I think so. I, might, I could be wrong, but I believe it was a Unity game. So um, that's really impressive. Like, especially, I mean, I don't. Was it did Devolver publish it, or was it just? Uh, ah, yes, it was. It was actually published by Devolver. So, so that's good. I mean, that obviously helps straight away. But I think it's unique art style, and the fact that it's kind of like a Zelda-like. Uh, game is is gonna be helping it a lot and people love it people are loving it so that's great it's just good news that, that there's an indie game doing well we love indie games doing well yeah so well i do anyway i can't speak for you lawrence i mean i like indie games but i've just kind of gone off gotten off them a little bit because I'm, I'm busy with so many other games yeah it's hard to find i mean i haven't played it yet or anything but it's just nice that nice that it's getting a bit of limelight sometimes the smaller guy Coming a bit of a bigger guy is always good. Like we got Hades yeah. out of that too. Everyone Devolver, likes an underdog story. Devolver are becoming less of an indie publisher now, though. They're, there's no like they just do so much stuff and they're known so well that it, that it's hard to to draw the line between them being like a AAA studio or AAA publisher yeah. now. You know, where do you draw the line on Devolver? Um, I mean, I see. I do kind of see them more as an indie publisher. It's like Focus Interactive is a is a double A um, battery, double A uh, battery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, well that's good. Um, also, just one more from me. Uh, Splitgate. Did you ever? Have Ooh, you heard anything I've, about I've Splitgate? Heard, I've, I've heard of Splitgate. The name's familiar, but I can't remember what it was. Yes. Yeah, so Splitgate was this uh, free to play multiplayer shooter that blends. Halo, Halo-esque uh, shooting, gunplay, with oh, portals-style yes, portals. Yes. Um, but the... So it had a beta that I played. It was actually... It was a decent game, but I thought, like, it was really cool, but I just saw there being a struggle with, like, oversaturation of games. Like, it didn't offer enough to be its own, especially Damn. with things like Halo, like, on PC now, running mm. the way it does. It's just difficult to compete. Even though it has that unique portal thing, it just looked like maybe it just was going to struggle. You know, you could just tell. Anyway, they did really well, and the beta was was really did really well, and they have some like esport team stuff set up as well already. They've had their own mini tournaments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they were supposed to launch uh, today, like the official game, but the open open beta that had been running the past two weeks had so many active players that it overloaded their server. And it's forced them to delay the actual release of the game. So, wow! So it's actually doing again really well. That is um, doing surprisingly well. Yeah, it's going to be available, and it's going to be free to play on PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And it does support crossplay. Um, and the official launch will have a bunch of new stuff that wasn't in the beta two. 
Um, but yeah, they've. I think they've just secured some more funding as well uh, to help out. So that's, you know, we'll have to see where that goes. I think, again, it's going to struggle with Infinite coming out. It's going to struggle, you know, competing in a first-person shooter market, even with a unique mechanic. Um, I think it will be difficult. But who knows? We'll have to see. Uh, I think think it's possible. Mm. But yeah. Well, that's me yeah. for this week, Lawrence. Have you got anything else to add before we wrap I, up? I do, yes. Okay, Something okay. very dear and near to my heart. Oh, yes. Final Fantasy fourteen. No, actually. Football manager. No. Uh, ice cream. No. What? Near and dear to your heart. It's, it's, more, near, it's more near and dear to me freezer. Okay, well, tell me what it is then. Well, an Olympic athlete wins a gold medal whilst wearing a Witcher medallion from the hit game The Witcher. Oh, sorry? Yeah, it's I can't, I can't pronounce a name, but um, apparently uh, this, this Olympic shooter was wearing a Witcher's medallion on her belt loop, and oh, it looks really very cool. badass and very cool, and she won gold for it. That's well. She didn't uh, win gold for the medallion, but she won gold no, for. No, she, she definitely won gold for the medallion. Oh, I see. Oh, yes. And there's a picture as well that's that's yeah. going, that's been doing the rounds. I think I've seen the image of her doing some really cool sharpshooter pose with a hand in her pocket, and you can see the medallion. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. I'm going to try and say her name. It's Vital Vitalina Batsera Skina. And I apologise. Vitalina Bashikina. We're ignorant and we apologise. We are... Look, my languages was not best in my school years. <laughs> but she I did really well. in Spanish. She did. She got um, gold. She did very, very well. Well, she did the best she could possibly do at that point. She did. Yeah, she I suppose did. she, I suppose she did say, very good, Lawrence. You could say that she was the best hunter of them all. You could say that indeed. It's a shame she didn't get silver, otherwise it would really go with a Witcher theme. Yeah. Is that it for today, Lawrence? I think that's everything. Ah, oh, brilliant. Well, it's nice to chat again. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this week and having a good listen. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you tell a friend if you did who's also into games. That would help us out a bunch. And, um, yeah, we'll chat to you next week. So it's time for now. Bye-bye. Bye.